right, welcome back to another episode of Open Action Impact. This is Adrian and Anissa. And we are going to answer the question from last week, which was, what kind of superpowers do you want to develop in 2021? Nisi, you want to go first? Okay, so my superpowers that I would like to have and obtain (laughs) this year will be discipline. I want to be super disciplined this year and also resilience. Especially during these times, I think it's very important to be resilient and have a resilient attitude because, man, things are so uncertain Mm. and you just have to adjust and stay optimistic, really, because at this point, that's all we can do. Yeah, I just want to be way more disciplined so that I can do the things that I want to do and also allow myself to be involved in things that I want to do. So what is one thing you would want to be disciplined in 2021? Like, what is one thing that you just want to stick to and stay disciplined to in 2021? Definitely business-wise. Yes, I have a business that I'm working on, and I definitely want to stay disciplined to that because it's mine and mine alone yeah. and that's something that I definitely know that has been long overdue mm-hmm. you know it's just something that I'm doing for myself by myself mm-hmm. I think it's great but I have to allow myself the time and I have to be disciplined in order to allow myself that because I'll easily be like oh I need to go do this for Molly or oh I need to go do this for y'all or, or you know what about you what kind of superpowers do I want to develop in 2021? Um, I would definitely like to develop flexibility and adaptability. Those are like the two superpowers that I would like to, to develop in my life. Uh, and it's just important to stay flexible, to change. You know, there's so many things are uncertain in these times. And I think it's just an incredible superpower to be just be flexible and just kind of be flexible with what comes to you what life throws at you and and the changes that come and it's just important to be able to adapt to them and and keep it going and especially and stay optimistic and just keep going but yeah those are the two superpowers that I would like to develop that's dope flexibility is definitely something that I need in my life not only not only just flexibility in a you know just like in a mindset but it's like a flexibility physically as well oh yeah you know I think you know, they're correlated together. You, mm-hmm. you stay flexible, you know, in the body. You stay flexible in the mind. Powerful. Yeah. Okay, so now that we've answered last episode's question, we are going to dive into the topic of today's episode, which is going to be My Therapy Cards by Dr. Ebony Butler. Let us tell y'all about these therapy cards. They are called My Therapy Cards. So, I actually got my hands on this wonderful deck of cards for Christmas. So, it was a gift, and they're amazing. So, basically, let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Ebony Butler. She is an African-American psychologist and a food relationship strategist. That was honestly my first time ever hearing about anything like that. 
of food relationship strategist. That's actually probably I probably need one of those. Yeah, honestly. But I think that's super cool. You don't really hear that often of food relationship strategies. Okay. So basically, Dr. Ebony not only caters to mental health, but she also helps you with what you're putting in your body and why you're putting it in your body. There mm-hmm. you go. That right there is all we need. We need help with our mental health and we need help to as to know why we are putting the things in our body that we are when we're doing it and what's triggering us to get you know eat these things i think and you know what this is so crazy that everything happens for a reason that's all i'm gonna say actually that's not all i'm gonna say but these therapy cards came into our lives and we have been communicating very well with them i think that her mission of wanting to help women especially black women through trauma and food trauma, I think through just trying to reach that group of people, she definitely reached a much broader audience mm-hmm. because me and Adrian have been over here doing these therapy cards as a couple. And I think I might be giving away free money to her right now, but I think she should definitely make a stack for couples. But I think it's totally dope that she's a psychologist and she offers these services But she also thought, you know, she deemed it important to create something such as this deck of my therapy cards so that she can give her professional expertise to others through a one-time payment and also allow people to check in with themselves. Even if you can't afford to go to therapy therapy, you can check in with yourself with these cards, as long as you're being honest, you're definitely gonna work through some stuff yeah. answering these questions. Yeah, no doubt. I think they definitely brought us a bunch of insight to mm-hmm. us and uh, just just a couple of the cards we've done so far. You know, just opening up and communicating about it, especially doing it with somebody that you can trust. It's, right. It's really, it's really awesome. That's the key. And yeah, and that's cool. So I really like the cards, and uh, I'm glad that that they were a gift for you. Yeah, definitely. A- amazing gift definitely got some self-discovery about yourself and 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 you can really get some good insights from these cards so i I dig them so you can follow dr ebony on instagram facebook and twitter her at is at dr ebony that's e-b-o-n-y online so at dr ebony online so since our topic is my therapy cards we are going to discuss two of the cards one we've already discussed with each other prior to recording the episode the other one is totally like we just randomly picked it and Mm -hmm. we have not discussed it with each other yet so adrian do you want to read the first one uh yeah let me see okay i'm like pick a card (laughs) any card so which emotions make it difficult for you to stay the course toward your goals task journal why these emotions throw you off course instead of others so for this one we're going to use the emotion wheel which is included in the card deck and it has the emotion sad happy guilt afraid shame jealous excited angry so adrian i'm gonna pass you this emotional wheel (laughs) and let you answer that first yeah this is this is a good question so this one definitely made me think. I would say it would be afraid 
uh, or fear. You know, I think that is probably one of the most biggest emotions that can get in your way of achieving your goals. Yeah. Is this, you know, running into that resistance, you know, that mm. fear. I think 2021, I'm definitely trying to face my fears and get out of my comfort zone as much as I can. So that's definitely one of the biggest emotions right there would be afraid. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. You know, sad can be definitely one that can get in your way. Yeah, depression. You know, depression, yeah, being sad, you know, being down. That's one that I can definitely resonate with. Yeah, because when you're depressed and you're sad, I mean, Mm -hmm. you don't want to even get up. So how can you? You definitely got like a lack of motivation when you're sad. So that's an emotion that can definitely get in the way of your goals. Sure. I can resonate with really all of them on the on the wheel if I kind of just go by them. You know, yeah. I can I can resonate with a little bit of guilt, shame, you know, jealousy, excited, angry. I think all of the emotions are really cool, and that's a, just a really dope little feature right there. Yeah, the emotional I, wheel. I definitely agree. I think that I don't know. It's like you start to think once you're doing. Well, I know once we were doing the cards and we were getting into the conversations. I was thinking like, dang, maybe this is like some reverse psychology or something. And it's asking you, you think it's asking you to pick an emotion on the wheel that best fits your what you feel. But maybe we're actually meant to go through each emotion mm-hmm. and see what part of the situation is touching on that emotion. Right. Because that's what we really ended up doing mm-hmm. most of the time. If we use the emotion wheel, we would... Basically, just go through and read each emotion and kind of just like resonate with it and or not resonate with it, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that was a really good add in that emotion wheel. So, for me, some emotions that make it difficult for me to stay the course towards my goal would definitely be shame, guilt, and afraid. I think shame and guilt because I have the tendency to worry a lot. I have the tendency to worry a lot. So in times where I'm about to do things for myself, I make myself feel selfish or guilty or like I shouldn't be doing it and I could be doing something else for someone else, you know. Mm -hmm. So those are two emotions that definitely stand in my way of staying the course to my goals because they make me second guess myself mm-hmm. and that's not what I want to do right. <laughs> so I'm gonna acknowledge this mm-hmm. write these things down mm-hmm. and attempt to make changes yeah. yeah and I think it's dope that they t- you know they, they tell you to journal about some of this mm-hmm. or, you know talk about it with somebody you trust you know I think journaling is, is huge yeah, and talking is huge. And yeah. if you and that's why journaling is so big too, because if you can't talk or you don't feel safe to talk, mm. you can write it down. Mm. And when you feel the need to let it out mm. to someone, you have already been released those emotions onto your paper. Mm. Maybe you needed time to write it down so you can know what you needed to say or had to say. Right. Some people don't even know what they have to say until they sit down and think with themselves a minute and or write it down and then they can come back to a conversation. Everybody doesn't have the answers right on the tip of their tongue. 
which is was it was a hard thing for me to get used to because I I don't always have the answers for everything at all, but I'm definitely quick with my words. So dealing with people who have to take a pause and also accepting that having to take a pause is okay and it's actually better than just being quick to draw. Yeah, for sure. It was hard for me to deal with because I'm just like, boop, 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 boop. You know, I have the answers. But I don't always have the answers, and it's okay. And I'm learning that. And that's going to help me ask for help. It has helped me with asking for help. It has helped me with listening. It has helped me with improving. So, yeah. That is awesome. So this next question, we have not discussed yet. This is our first time discussing me, so here we go. What makes it difficult to change, i.e. fear, family, culture, etc.? Task. Explore what might happen, good and bad, in your life if you were to make changes. Man. Mm. Dang. Whoa. That's a good question. What makes it difficult question. to change? Explore what might happen, good and bad, in your life if you were to make changes. I think for me... Fear definitely is one. I think culture is one. Family is one. There's a lot of things. Okay? It's a lot of things that make it difficult to change. And I think this is an awesome question because it makes you look within yourself and it makes you look at why you are living your life the way you are. And that's a deep question to ask yourself. Why am I living my life the way I am? Am I living my life this way because my family wants me to? Am I living my life this way because I want to look cool on Instagram? Am I living my life this way because my church members think that this is the way I live my life, so I need to portray my life this way? Or am I living my life this way because this is the way I aspire to live my life, and this is what makes me happy? I feel like most people talking on this topic would be ashamed to say that they are not living their lives the way they're living their lives because that's how they set out to live it and that's what they love. I feel like they would be ashamed to say that, but I am not ashamed to say that. I acknowledge that I'm not living my life the way that I want to. I definitely have people expecting things of me and I definitely have things in my life that are making it difficult for me to stay the course towards my goals, just like the other uh, card discussed. But I don't think that's necessarily always a bad thing. I think, I think it just takes more people being able to admit that so that they can move forward and start living the lives that they want to live. I feel like we have to stop pretending that we're already living the lives that we want to live. And that way, we can just acknowledge it, let it go, and change it, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, what would happen, good and bad, if I made changes to my life? I think, for sure, some of the changes that I would make to my life, 
um, the things that would come out of those changes that would be good would be, of course, my happiness, my being able to explore a new way of living, mm. just by living the way that I want to live and making the choices that I want to make. My mindset, I feel like, would be a little bit freer. I wouldn't be; it wouldn't be so constrained in worry and mm. what I need to do or why I have to do it or dreading doing things or having things a certain way. I feel like bad things that would happen if I made changes in my life that I wanted to would be misunderstanding, a great deal of misunderstanding and miscommunication could possibly be in there as well. Man, you know what I mean. What about you? Dang, I don't know how I can even <laughs> come back after something like that. Man, man. Your turn. Okay, so I, I want to make a change in my health, you know, and not eating processed sugar. Like, that is a change that I want to make in my life. So what makes it really difficult for me to change that habit is not being disciplined enough. When, you know, you pass the candy out, not to pick up, like, a Snickers or something like that, and just really, to really fight those urges. So, yeah. So I want to change my eating habits as well. And culture and family can definitely play a huge role in that. Sometimes your culture just can really get in your way because, you know, you come from, a, you know, a big family that likes to eat a lot of fried foods and stuff like that. So it can be hard to make that change to eat more healthier. You come from a black family, okay? Black, <laughs> black people like to eat. That's basically all he's trying to say. And I feel you. Right. It's hard to transition into eating healthy and making sure that you can still have a good time visiting your family without them getting on your nerves, saying you still trying that vegan stuff or you ain't going to eat none of these, you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not going to eat the chicken wings because I'm not eating meat on Monday, okay? Meatless Monday. Yeah. I just wanted to come and hang out at the barbecue. Dang. And it shouldn't be like that. We shouldn't have to tippy-toe if we want to make restraints in our in our lifestyles you know but we gotta talk about it we gotta talk about it now because it's 2021 and i'm pretty sure they're trying to kill us so we're gonna have to sh just change our eating habits and the way we live and the, the way of life that we know it we should try to alter it for the good now by now if you don't see why we need to then that's okay too. Peace be with you. May the Lord open. That's all I gotta mm -hmm. say. But yeah, I think that's a dope example of something difficult to change, Adrian. I think that you can totally do it though. You definitely have my support, me and Molly's support. But like you said, it's like a part of the culture. And it can also be really discouraging when you might have friends that you hang out with and you feel pressured to eat certain things or you feel like you don't you just don't want to be clowned tonight so you're gonna eat some chicken wings even though you said you wasn't doing that you shouldn't be made to feel that way now my friends know i be doing uh some random stuff i be doing Random no meat, random no fish, random all veggies, you know, just random stuff. And they know 
just expect the unexpected with Anissa. But a lot of people don't have friends or have family that is used to their shenanigans. <laughs> or not even that, you know, going, making life changes when it comes to your health is shenanigans. But, you know, if you know Anissa, you know Anissa. Anywho, <laughs> I just think that a lot of people don't have environments or didn't grow up in environments and haven't placed themselves in environments now to where making changes, especially to health, is openly accepted easily. It can be openly accepted, but not without a fight, not without annoying comments, not without a whole bunch of questions. And some people be asking questions that you just be like, come on now, why would you ask me that? That's rude. But, yeah. So, one good from eating healthier is you'll definitely feel better. You are what you eat. Now I'm trying to put in as much healthiest things as possible. You know, fuel my body to give me the energy that I want to go ahead and achieve my goal. I would say myself, I definitely say I get in the way of my way of change sometimes. I can be stubborn. You can definitely get in the way of yourself. And sometimes you can find yourself sab- self-sabotaging for your success in your life. And also, the opinions of other people. The opinions of other people can make it really extremely difficult to... Uh, to to make changes in your life because if you make this change it may not please somebody else but you know what I'm starting to find out you can't make everybody happy and it's just important to just be yourself alright well that's awesome I think that this deck of cards my therapy cards by Dr. Ebony Butler they're awesome kudos to another black woman doing great things putting out an awesome product for all types of people. I think it's really dope that she's providing a way for other people to receive some type of therapy, especially during these times. And uh, especially um, last year, we definitely needed these. So I'm glad these came out. And I'm glad that I was gifted this deck of cards and that it could touch my family in such a positive way. And so make sure that you check out, at least go check out Dr. Ebony's socials so that you can get some of her great content and think about purchasing a deck of my therapy cards. They also have a teen edition, which my little sister also has, and I can't wait to see what she thinks about her deck. Dr. Ebony also has a feature when you purchase one deck of cards, you can also donate a deck to a black woman. So, I think that's super awesome. So, yeah, go check that out at Dr. Ebony Online. At Dr. Ebony Online. That's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And so, we are going to end off the episode, as we always do, with the question of the week. And that question is, what is stopping you from fully opening your heart? This is in honor of Valentine's Day which just passed. We want to say happy Valentine's Day from Open Action Impact. And we want you to answer this question. Actually, this is a two-part question. So the first part is, what is stopping you from fully opening your heart? And the second part is, if you already have fully opened your heart, if you believe that you have already fully opened your heart, how did you reach that level? of love how did you reach that level of openness 
So go ahead and you can answer that question by emailing us at oaipodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram at oaipodcast or you can hit us up on Facebook at Open Action Impact. That's our Facebook group, Open Action Impact, three words. We hope you have an amazing week and it's full of prosperity, love, and happiness because we can't do anything without those things. In the words of Future, the evil world we live in. Future. Yeah, peace and love. Yeah.